The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It sure is. We are uh, we're ready to go. We're warmed up. We've uh, we've done our stretches. Our cardio, we're ready to go. It's the Wednesday night edition of the Employment Law Show, which means you're warmed up as well. Arlene Bynan setting the table nicely, and we're ready to take it and run with it. 416-870-6400 is the number to call in. With your employment questions, if you're one of those tens of thousands that's heading back to work or possibly soon heading back to work, and uh, some relief coming in the uh, in the area of COVID-19 as we edge closer to stage three, hopefully soon more people will be going back to work. You got questions about it, bring them on. This is a live show here at uh, seven minutes after seven on Wednesday. So don't be bashful. Bring on your calls, 416-870-6400. You want to reach out through email? No problem. Help at employmentlawyer.ca and always, always check out pocketemploymentlawyer.ca in your own time. A wealth of information there, absolutely free and anonymous. You will not regret spending some time on that website, pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. But the phone lines are where we go first. And in between all that, pal, in your week that was, we'll get into our revisiting of the Ten Commandments of Termination of Employment. These are fantastic. We'll get to those, but what's happening in your corner, pal? Well, John, all is uh, all is well, all is busy. Uh, been literally up until now, up until we got uh, on air, I was answering emails and getting back to people, answering a lot of questions. But I want to continue doing that over the next 40 minutes or so on the show. So, so don't be bashful. If you have a question about your workplace rights, if you have a workplace problem, you have questions about going back to work. Or maybe you have a question about why you haven't been called back to work and what your rights are. Bring it on right now. Maybe you've been let go or worried about it. Or maybe it's simply a situation when you want to discuss the changes to your job or your salary. Well, that and anything else to do with your job, now is the time. Now is the place. I will answer them. You'll help yourself and others. And, of course, if you want to talk privately, you, you don't necessarily want to get on air tonight, no problem whatsoever. I'm not going anywhere. We'll give you my contact information throughout the show. But I wanted to talk about something here. Uh, so temporary layoffs. A lot of people were laid off back in March when COVID first started. Well, many of these people said, you know, I, I can't be without a job. And they went out and found new employment. So they found out a new job somewhere else. So they want to know, okay, what does this mean now? Am I still owed something from my employer? Mm -hmm. So our regular listeners know that if you've been laid off temporarily, you actually have a right to treat that layoff as a termination and get severance. Well, the same thing applies if you found a job somewhere else. But here's the thing. Let's say you found a job starting in July. So you've been off between March and July. That means that the maximum severance that you can get is for the months that you were off between March and July. Whereas if you hadn't found a job, you may have been able to get even more severance than that. Now you may be limited. But bottom line is this. If you were put on a layoff and you ended up leaving and finding another job, you could still be paid for the time that you were off, whether it's one month, two months, four months. The, those months that you were off because, uh, because of the layoff, until you found another job, you can still get severance for those months. If you're in that situation, if you, you want to know what you're owed, how much you're owed, and how to get it, by all means, call us right now on the show or call me at the office. I'll help you out. By the way, to reach out to Leor at the office when we're not doing this show and on Monday night and the weekend as well, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. But here and now is uh, is where it counts. And Joe, thanks for uh, standing by for a moment. How are you tonight? I'm good. How are you? Good, brother. What's uh, what's on your mind? 
Uh, well, my uh, I've been with the company 30 years. I'm hmm. touching 60, and they're going to make a big change now. They haven't come out and said anything. They won't say anything. I've asked them, and they said, everybody keeps saying, we don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And this is management. So I just want to know, because they're going to change from a building supply to a concrete company. I've been driving a boom truck for the last 30 years. If they offer me a concrete truck and I refuse, do I still get a package from them? Do I have a leak to stand on, or is that their loophole to wash their hands of me? No, so uh, th- they don't have a right to change your job in a significant way. Now, I, I don't know enough about you know driving a-, a boom truck versus driving a concrete truck in terms of whether in in terms of how that's different. But to the extent that it's 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 different in the sense that one, let's say, is a lot harder than the other, uh, it's more physically demanding. Then that's a big deal. It's a big change. Meaning. If they impose that change, you can treat that as a termination and make them pay you severance. Now, for you, 30 years there, you're looking at 24 months pay. That's what severance would look like for you. So we would have to be able to assess the change when it happens. Until that happens, uh, Joe, I want you to continue working. You're doing your job. At some point, a change. If 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 they implement changes, let's see what those are. Maybe it's not as bad as you think. Maybe your the changes to your position are going to be something that you're comfortable with. If they're implementing a significant change, I want you to reach out to me before you do anything. Before you tell them to jump in the lake. Before you do any of that, I want you to reach out to me and let's talk about that. And if if it's a possibility to because it's a big change to get you compensation, we'll go for that. Sounds good. I just wanted to make sure I had a case. I was like, getting a little worried. You know? No, th- yeah, they're not going to be able to get rid of you without compensation. It's just not going to happen, Joe. Okay. Well, that's good. To, maybe I sleep a little better at night now. <laughs> you got it. Good. Exactly. Good, yeah, Joe, uh, thanks for uh, thanks for calling in, spending some time. Here is the number. Keep it on standby for Lior. That is uh, 1-855-821-5900. Email, you can reach out, help at employmentlawyer.ca. Pretty basic. But for you now, be like Joe. Be smart. 416-870-6400. Make that call. Rick, you're up next, pal. Good evening. How are you? Good. How are you guys doing? Excellent, sir. What's, uh, what's on your mind? Um, so I have a part-time job. Uh, it's a retail and with, with all the changes and stuff, it's a physicalist job and I can't wear a mask and do the work. So I told my employer, Hey, I can't wear the mask. Am I able to work without the mask? And because it's retail, they said no. Hmm. And the only way they could allow me to work is if I bring a doctor's note saying, you know, I can't work without a mask. So the doctor's not willing to write a note that says that. They'll put a letter together with my condition as to what causes me not to breathe properly, but not not no mask. So, you know, before you said uh, about the doctor, that's exactly what I was going to tell you is the, the really the only way you can avoid wearing a mask is if there's a, a medical reason why you can't wear it. And, but that has to be corroborated by a doctor. So it's not enough for you to say, listen, I'm not comfortable or it's it's hurting me or it's making me sick. You need to have a doctor's note. I, I don't understand, though, uh, Rick, if you do have a medical reason why you can't wear it, why your doctor wouldn't simply say that wearing a mask for you is not recommended. I mean, it, what, what, it seems a very basic thing to me. Why can't he do that? They, The doctor said they would write the note saying I have this condition, but they won't put you can't he can't wear a mask to do his job. They told me I'd have to go back to a specialist 
to see if they would write that kind of a note. And at this point, you can't get in to see a specialist yeah. or anything like that, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I hear you. I'm hoping that you can convince your doctor because like, I, I've, I've been involved in many situations where the doctor did exactly that. Yes, for him, making him wear a mask is going to make him sicker or it's going to exacerbate his symptoms. So you, you right. need that from a doctor. Unfortunately, without that, your employer is able to require you to wear a mask. And if you refuse to wear a mask and you don't have a doctor's note, that could be potentially caused to, to let you go. So we don't want that, right? So I would right. put some pressure on your doctor uh, and, you know, take a look. Maybe there's another doctor you can consult with, but you need that doctor's note. Okay. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Rick. Appreciate it. Enjoy the rest of your uh, your evening. Again, 416-870-6400 is the number. Keep them coming. Love having you on the air. Brenda, you are up next. Good evening. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Um, I, was t- I was told yesterday um, we ha- I had a meeting with my boss, and she said the company is going to be closing in 18 months. Um, I was given um, the letter, um, you know, formal notice, and um, – She's asked us to sign this in one week's time. Um, if we sign it and uh, don't, you know, we, we're not supposed to tell anybody that the company is going to be closing in 18 months. If we sign it, the, she'll be giving us $12,000 um, on our date of, I guess, termination. Um, I work for a small company. I don't know if I, on top of that, if I would be, if I would qualify for any severance pay. So, Brenda, how long have you worked there for? I've worked there now seven years, and previously I worked at this company um, years ago for 15 years. How, how, how long a gap did you have there? I worked there 15 years. I left for, I think, 12 years, and now I'm back seven years. Okay, so, so here's uh, one more question. You said small company, approximately how many employees? We're 14 employees. Okay. So what they're offering you, that 18 months that they're offering you counts towards your severance. And in fact, arguably, it'll be even more severance than what you're actually owed. So that plus $12,000 actually is likely a very, very good offer. So in light of that, it's probably not a bad idea to, to sign this because you may actually be getting more than what they strictly have to give you. Now, if you told me that your seniority was much more than that, I'd feel differently. Now, I'm never comfortable telling anyone to sign something without actually me seeing the document, right? So I would still encourage you to reach out to me off air to, so I can see the document before you before you sign it. But it certainly sounds to me like actually it's a, it's a pretty good offer. Okay, so because I work for a small company, um, you know, I was reading the employment standards. Are they not obligated to give me severance? No, they, they are obligated to give you severance, but the 18 months counts towards that severance. So let's say they owe you 12 months severance. Well, they're giving you 18 months notice of the termination of your employment. So they're actually giving you 18 months severance instead of, instead of 12 months. Do you know what I mean? Okay. So that 18 month counts towards your severance, plus they're giving you an additional 12,000. So perhaps total they're giving you, I don't know, 20 months. So that's why I mean it's it's actually a good offer. Like it's like it's a working notice. Then. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, working yeah. notice does count towards your severance. So so because of that you're getting essentially the equivalent of 20 months severance or so. 
Brandon, going to let you go. Appreciate the call. But, uh, yeah, you want uh, Lior to have a look at that document before you toss it back at him for sure. one 821 5900 is the phone number to reach out and help at employmentlawyer.ca. Jack, stay right there. Don't go anywhere. I see you standing by. We'll get to your call as soon as we come back from a wee little break. And you have plenty of time to call in yourself as well. 416-870-6400. Bring it on. Ready for you. Employment Law Show, Global News Radio. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It is 721 on your Wednesday. You bet it is 416-870-6400. got all kinds of time to answer your questions, so bring them on. That's what we talk about here. You make the show as good as it is, 416-870-6400. That would be the number. Jack, as promised, uh, you're up next. Hi, pal. How are you? Good, guys. How are you? Good. What's on your mind? Well, I've been laid off since April. I've been collecting the the CERB. And uh, I hear that we're going to be going back to work probably in the next couple of weeks. I'm just wondering if, I, if I'm not comfortable going back to work yet because my job, I have to go out and see a lot of clients and I'm not comfortable, you know, being around a lot of people because of the COVID. Do I have the uh, option of staying laid off and collecting the CERB? So unfortunately not. If you're being called back to work, unless your employer gives you the option to stay on a layoff, if your employer says, no, we want you back, if you decide not to, even though you're feeling uncomfortable, and I understand why, but even though you're feeling uncomfortable, that would be considered a resignation. So not only could you not stay get served, you would actually be losing your job. So you'd be unemployed and no benefits, not a good situation. The only way around that maybe is if you have a medical condition perhaps, and if your doctor says that because of your medical condition, it's not good or safe for you to work now, then, then you can continue being off. But you have to have something from a doctor. If you simply decide that you just don't want to do it, you're not comfortable, unfortunately, that's potentially a resignation and also disqualifies you from the CERB. Can I ask you one other question? How about if they call, when they're calling us back, if they say, uh, obviously, I've been working full-time there for 18 years, uh, that they want to bring us back slowly as part-time employees and then eventually move up to full-time? Good question. Excellent question. So you do not have to return uh, from uh, in, in, in on different terms. You don't have to go back part time. So if they say well part time, then you can say no, and then one of two things will happen. Okay, either okay. they'll say fine, stay on layoff, and we'll call you. We'll let you know when we're ready to come back full time. That's option number one, or option number two is they'll say well then we have to let you go, in which case they'd have to pay you severance. Okay, so keep in mind, an employer is always allowed to let you go with severance, so they may choose to do that in that situation, but they would have to pay you severance. But you can then refuse if you want to, and you wouldn't lose your severance if you refuse to go back on a part-time basis. So if I, if I refuse to go back on a part-time basis, that, then I could, I'm, I'm entitled to severance? You, if they fire you as a result of that, if they let you go oh, as a result of that. Okay, because they so may, they don't they, have they, they may they just simply say okay stay home no big deal all, all good we'll call you back in a month when it's full time, or yeah. they may say well we're going to let you go because of that if they let you go Jack then that's, that's when you're out severance. 
Jack, appreciate the call. We'll reach out to Lior if that uh, comes down the pike. No problem. One eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Email is help at employmentlawyer.ca. But right here, right now, you know the number four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred. James, you're up next. Good evening. Hey, how are you? Good fellow. What's uh, what's going on in your world? Not much. Um, I'm a truck driver, and the company I work for had me running up north in northern Ontario. I'm paid by mileage. And recently, I've been, uh, my duties have changed. I'm now working down in the city, where I'm not getting nearly the miles that I was. And the job that I'm doing is actually paid by mileage, or sorry, paid by hour. And I asked the company um, if it was possible to switch the hourly position, and they refused. So now I've taken a pretty good loss of, um, you know, revenue because of this. I'm just wondering if there's anything that I can do. Hmm. So, James, my question is this. Throughout the time that you've worked for this company, were you always up until now paid by mileage? Yes, 100%. And, um, you know, the miles were always there. But now since I'm running down in Toronto and uh, running the 401 corridor, the miles are definitely not there. Right. I get that completely. Now, uh, how long have you been with this employer? Uh, Seven months. Seven months. Okay. So the change that you've uh, described is absolutely a constructive dismissal. So you have two options. Option number one is you can accept it, of course, and you continue working and now you're doing the, the Toronto run and obviously that's your choice. Or you can say, no, I'm treating this as a termination of my employment and leave with severance. So let's talk briefly about what severance would look like for you. So I know you, you're a driver. Uh, you've been there for seven months. How old are you, James? 25. So you'd probably be looking at about one month to six weeks pay. Four to six weeks pay is what severance would look like for you. So if you chose to treat this as a termination, you'd be owed four to six weeks based on what you were making before this change happened. You only have a very short window to make this decision. So if the change just happened, you, you have to make that decision in the next couple of weeks. But if, if that's what you decide to do and you need some help with the, with the severance, absolutely give me a call off air and we'll, we'll go from there. Okay, awesome. Yeah, the change happened. Um, this is my third week down in the city, and I was waiting to get my first paycheck to see how much of a loss it was, and it was about $750 a week. So, Zoinks. Um, wow. Wow. Yeah. That's a big one. So so don't don't sit on this. If, if you're going to go the constructive dismissal route, yeah, you, you need to reach, me, reach out to me this week or in, within the next few days for sure. Okay, awesome. Um, I will do that tomorrow. Sounds good. Good man. Thanks, James. See what that phone call does? It's so quick. It's one 821 5900 is the number to reach Lior after the show. That's insane. They'd expect him to sit quietly and take a $750 haircut a week? Come That's on. That's massive. So so keep in mind, the, the, the issue here is not the fact that he was doing route number one and actually he's doing route number two. It's the impact on him. If it right. didn't really impact him financially or in terms of hours of work, yeah, it would be okay. But given the fact that he's now taking this massive pay cut, no, that's a constructive dismissal any day of the week. You bet. 416-870-6400, the number. Mike, thanks for, uh, thanks for hanging on. How are you? I appreciate the, uh, you allowing me to speak. I'm a long-distance truck driver, and uh, last month I had to take a month off because I was just too stressed, and uh, you know I felt mentally that you know I, I could get into an accident. So I took a month off. My question is, am I able to collect CERB for the one month of lost revenue when I took time off? The, the answer is no, not really, only because of the fact that uh, CERB is for those who – 
lost their job or lost their income because of uh, of the coronavirus, because of COVID-19. So in a situation where, where you decide to take a time off or the company is allowing you a leave of absence, no, you can't. But if you have a doctor's note, uh, you, you, are, you should be able to apply for EI sickness benefits and get those. Uh, but only if you have a doctor's note. It, it, without it, you won't be able to. Okay, gentlemen, I thank you very much then. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate Thank it, you. pal. We're uh, we're going to move on here again. 416-870-6400. It's uh, 728. We've got lots of lines, lots of time, so bring it on. Don't be bashful. Ask your questions. You might be surprised and uh, be glad you did. 416-870-6400. Tony, you're, uh, you're up next. Good evening. Good evening. Uh, What's up? Okay, I have a few questions. Sure. Yeah, I, um, I, use, your, uh, I use your office uh, back in 2018. It was the best call I ever did. Thank you very much for that. Thank you. Now I'm in the furloughed from March 17, and uh, my employer like it's not get we pay the benefit now, but what's my option now? What what can I do? Like since March 17, I'm home. I'm in the Serb. Now, have you spoken with your employer? Have they told you when you can expect to come back to work? No, we have the employee apps. So they always uh, every week they tell us uh, some information. They open the store. So far, it's 96% uh, of the store they open. Uh, about 1,600 stores in the state in Canada. So now, but they don't tell us when. But the okay. benefits still paid so far. Okay, I understand. Now, uh, Tony, uh, I'm, I take it you're not part of a union. No, no, no. It's a giant retail uh, uh, store and. Uh, just to mention, I heard in the CNN that they might be the next on the bankrupt. So uh -oh. that's why I'm worried now. Okay. Yeah. Well, then, then here's what your options are, and, and let me tell you what makes sense. So uh, you, you really only have two options here. Option number one is you wait. You wait and see and see what happens. Uh, it could be months before you'll hear anything, and uh, and if they call you back, you go back at that point. If they don't call you back, we pursue severance. So that's option number one. If your goal is to go back to work, that's the option. You simply wait, and that could be frustrating, and, and I can't even tell you how long you're going to have to wait, but yeah. that's option one. Option number two is you can treat the layoff as a termination and get severance now. How long have you been with this employer? Uh, next week, I will be 23 years. Nice. Wow. So you could potentially easily be looking at 18 months, even 20 months of severance. So you don't have to wait. You can choose to treat that as a termination. Now, if it's true, and obviously I don't know anything about this company, but if it's true that bankruptcy may be on the horizon for this company, if that's true, you probably want to pursue your severance now. You don't want to wait because if you wait and they go into bankruptcy, that's it. You're done. You're not going to get anything. So if, if right now they're still operating, I would not sit on that. I would pursue this right now so that I can make sure that you get paid. Uh, th so those are your options. You wait, and that could be months, or you decide to, to get your severance right now. Tony, if you want to get your severance right now, you said you worked at my firm before, so you know the number. I want you yeah, to reach yeah. out to us as soon as possible. It was the best call I ever did uh, in 2018. Perfect. Now, one more question. With the emergency lockdown, like I can still claim that uh, severance pay? With Absolutely, the, uh, Ontario, yes. Ontario, my employer from the state. Yeah, but you work in Ontario, right? Yes, I do. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. You you absolutely can claim your severance. Not a problem, not an issue, not difficult. So if if that's what you choose to do, you prefer to do that, 
rather than seeing what happens if they call you back to work, then you reach out to me and we'll get going right away. Okay, that's good enough, yeah. So maybe I'll do that because, you know, I'm starting to worry now because uh, CNN news, it's, uh, you know, it's something going on now. So it's a big company, and that's what I watched uh, like a few weeks ago. Right. Yeah, you want to get on it, right? Don't want to mess around. Tony, appreciate the call. You know how to contact Lior. You've, uh, you've been down that road and uh, done it successfully. 416-870-6400. Bob, you're, uh, you're up next. Good evening. Hi, good evening. How are you guys doing? Still fogging up a mirror, my brother. Still fogging up a mirror. How are you doing? <laughs> good, good, good. So I moved to India a couple of years ago. I set up a day trading floor, a day trading company. Wow. Uh, they day trade stocks on the New York Exchange, but they're located in India. The company is incorporated in Ontario. Because of COVID, the India office has shut down. Can I claim crib in Canada, knowing that I manage the company remotely in Canada and it's located in Punjab, India? So you physically work here in Ontario? Yes. And do you pay taxes in Ontario? Yes. Yeah, then uh, if, in fact, you're now not earning income or earning no more than $1,000 a month because of COVID-19, this, yes, you can get the CERB benefit, uh, the, the $2,000 a month, absolutely, no problem whatsoever. Okay, well, fantastic. Thank you so much. No problem. Thanks, Bob. Uh, thank you for the call. Appreciate your time. And you still have uh, lots of time here as we continue on. 416-870-6400 is the number. Anytime you want to reach out, you can uh, email Lior and the team, help at employmentlawyer.ca. And as we keep mentioning, always use pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. Absolutely free, absolutely anonymous. A ton of information in there, including the severance pay calculator, if you're just wondering what your severance would be. It's a very simple 30-second calculation as we move on here. Revisiting the Ten Commandments of Termination of Employment. This is good to do because, you know, we forget them from time to time. So we'll get into the first one. That is, thou shalt think about termination when accepting a new job. Not going out the back door when accepting the new job. No one thinks of termination of employment nope. when they start a job. No one does because you're excited. You have a new job. You're thinking this is going to be great and wonderful. Yeah. That's the wrong approach. You have to think about termination of employment at that time. And, and why? Because guess what? Your employer is thinking about it. How do I know? Is You're going to sign an employment agreement, and chances are that in that employment agreement, there's going to be a term that your employer, your new employer, the one you just accepted a job from, put in there that says that if down the road we let you go, we're going to limit your severance. So you potentially are signing a document that gives up tens of thousands of dollars in future severance. So you don't think about that. You don't even notice it because you're so excited. You look at, hey, is my salary good? Is my vacation good? There's a bonus. Love it. I'm signing it. Moving on. No, you cannot forget about severance when you start a job. If you don't care about now, you're going to pay for it later. So take a look. Does your employment agreement try to limit your severance? Does it even address termination of employment. If it does, that's bad news. Let's talk about it. We can talk about how we negotiate that with your employer, how we get that removed so that down the road, you're not walking away from money that you would be legally owed. So rule number one is think about termination of employment when you accept a new job. We'll get into more of those in between the uh, the phone calls for sure, but we got to go back to the phones as we always like to do in that regard. George, thanks for, uh, thanks for calling in and spending some time. How are you? I'm good. You? Good. What's on your mind? Um, I was uh, laid off on March 27th, gone by the 13 weeks of uh, what used to be the ES, uh, the employment standards uh, normal, but then they changed it. 
but I sent a note to my employer that said that I agreed to the layoff due to the extenuating circumstances, brackets, COVID-19, mm-hmm. but I don't agree to them as a term of my employment. But uh, can I, that I sent that note, does that hurt any chances of pursuing my uh, severance now? When, when did you send that note, George? Uh, shortly, maybe five days after uh, my last day. So I, I think that given the fact that it was you know that long ago and, and you, there's no way you could have expected it to continue up until now, I think we can be just fine even with that note. Obviously, I would have been happier if you hadn't sent that note, but I, I think that in the circumstances, that shouldn't be an issue whatsoever. So we, yeah, we should be able to get you severance if that's what you want. Keep in mind, you can get severance now. You don't have to wait. You don't have to see what happens in a month or six weeks or what have you. So if you want to get severance now or... If you want to wait and get severance later, based on what happens, happy to help you. No, that that email again not doesn't make me happy, but we we can get around it. We could get around that in in um, absolutely yes. In pursuing it, yeah, okay. we can get around that. Okay, thank you very much. No problem. Thank you, George. No problem. You want to reach out, uh, 1-855-821-5900. That would be the number you can use, help at employmentlawyer.ca. That's the email address. But here and now, of course, 416-870-6400. Still some time for you to call in. The uh, Ten Commandments of Termination of Employment, number two, thou shall not accept a temporary layoff. Wait a minute. I've been down (laughs) this road before. There you go. So you have about uh, 2,000 people listening right now saying, wait, what? Uh, yeah. yeah, no. So a temporary layoff is something an employer is not allowed to do. You know, that's a theme that's been very consistent on this show since COVID started. Uh, an employer doesn't, even in COVID situations, unless they're forced to shut down by the government, they're not allowed to put you on a temporary layoff. Meaning, if they do, okay, you have what you can then treat that as a termination. And the reason why I say thou shalt not accept it is this: if you accept it. And so you stay on the layoff, you call, you come back to work when they call you back, you've given them the right to do it again, even if it's not COVID-related the second time, the third time. So you may find yourself in a situation where you go back to work for a few months, you get laid off for a few months, on and on and on and on. And that's not obviously a good way to work. You can't earn a living that way because you still have bills to pay. So if you accept the layoff, if you allow it to happen, you give the company the right to do it again. You don't have to. So if you're put on a temporary layoff, you at least should be considering the idea of constructive dismissal. You should at least be considering to treat that as a termination of employment and get severance so that you don't create that precedent, so you don't give the employer the right to to make that happen again and again in the future. Ten commandments of termination of employment. Going through these again, number three is this, thou shall respond to any negative reviews or discipline. So when you get a negative performance review or you bring discipline, maybe you know your company says uh, we're giving you a warning, usually that's a step that the company is taking towards letting you go for cause. All right, So to lose your job for cause is not a good thing because the company is going to try to let you go without any compensation. Then we have to fight that, etc. So the best way to deal with that is to try to not let that happen. So if you get a negative performance review, if you don't agree with it, if it's not legitimate, if it's not accurate, say so. If you're getting disciplined, uh, warning, suspension, and you don't agree with it, say so, and say so in writing and explain why, all right? Be fair about it, be professional about it. You don't have to you know, attack anyone personally, 
but be, but you can absolutely say in in very clear terms here's why i disagree with it here's why that, that's not correct here's why i'm not gonna uh, just agree with what you said because this is what actually happened put that in writing make sure that they know what actually happened by doing that you're going to make it that much more difficult to for the company to let you go for a cause. And even if they try, we're going to be in such a good position to fight that. So very important, that's one of my commandments, is always respond, if it's, if it's warranted, to negative performance reviews or discipline. Number four is this. I love these. Thou shalt not commit serious workplace mis- uh, misconduct. No kidding. Yeah, well, that, that's, that goes without saying. But probably a good idea is don't do bad things. All right. Don't do bad things. Follow your employer's policies. Uh, You know, make sure that you do what what the company is directing you to do. You know, show up for work on time. You know, don't don't uh, lie about what happened. You know, do those things that that are important to do. Now, that said, this is extremely important. We all make mistakes sometimes. Well, not me, but most people make mistakes sometimes. Uh, and, and if you do make a mistake, in all seriousness, something went wrong. Maybe you, you maybe you, you screwed up. Some something like that happens. That does not mean that automatically the company has the right to let you go for cause. It's very difficult to do that. Even if you made a mistake, even if you you did something wrong, it's not. It doesn't mean that all of a sudden they can let you go for cause. They would have had to show that you've done a few things wrong, that they've warned you, that they've given you opportunities to improve. Only then they can consider letting you go for cause. That said, always good advice, always one of my commandments. Don't commit any workplace offenses, and you'll you'll be fine. Number five of the commandments is thou shalt always keep copies of all relevant documents. Very important. Performance reviews, employment agreements, bonus policies. Uh, uh, If there's letters telling you about your good performance, all of those things, keep copies. It's going to make it much easier down the road if you do lose your job to get you what you're owed, to fight against allegations that you've done something wrong. Always, always keep record, keep documents, have those handy. You'll be glad you did. All right, five to go. Let's get through them. Number six, thou shalt keep records of important events. Very much flows from the first, from the last one we yep. talked about. If something, someone says to you something, and you want to make a record of it, do so. Have a record. Keep a diary, journal, or send an, an email to someone confirming what just happened. Have records of important things that happen. Again, it, it gives you credibility down the road. If we have to fight with the company over mm-hmm. severance, over termination, over cause, uh, always do that. Keep records, and you'll be glad you did. Number seven of the commandments is thou shall not get advice from your neighbor, Steve. <laughs> or Bob or Phil <laughs> or, Bob, or, Jim, or, or really whatever. any any of your neighbors, okay? It's very important. You, you, you wouldn't go to your neighbor, Phil, if you had a serious medical condition. You'd go see a doctor. Uh, well, the same thing when it comes to your legal rights, especially if you lose your job, especially if your employment is terminated. The law can be complex and can be tricky, so you have to know what you're owed. There's a lot of misconceptions there, and someone might tell you, oh, no, no, trust me, all you get is a week's pay or you get two weeks' pay. This is fine. No, you can't do that. When it comes to your job, we're talking about specifically termination of employment. If you lose your job, get proper advice. Call me. Go to pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. Speak with another employment lawyer if you don't want to speak to me, but be smart about it.
Number eight of the commandments, thou shalt assume your severance offer is inadequate. No kidding. That, that we could have made by that number one, two, three, and yeah. four. It's yeah. that important. Most people, when they're let go, are offered significantly less than what they're owed, significantly less. So chances are, if you're staring at that severance package, it provides for a lot less. You have to assume that's the case. That's why you go to pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. If you assume that it's in- inadequate, you'll do the right thing to get that advice. You don't want to sign that offer thinking it's good and then later finding out it was not good. At that point, John, it's too late. Number nine of ten is another big one. Thou shall not sign. Thou shall not sign that severance offer. Not now, not ever, not until you've got legal advice. As I said, once you sign it, it's too late. Chances are that it's not adequate. Even if you think it is, even if you think the company's fair, even if they're telling you it's fair, chances are over a 90% chance that you're owed significantly more. And like I said, pocketemploymentlawyer.ca is so easy to go and find out exactly what you're owed so there's no guessing. Well, that rolls right into number 10 of the Ten Commandments of Termination of Employment. Remember all these thou shall use, severance pay calculator or terminationquestions.com or pocketemploymentlawyer.ca, all that stuff. Yes. Very easy way to find out what yeah. you're owed at pocketemploymentlawyer.ca or severancepaycalculator.com, whichever you choose. It allows you to find out in seconds for free and anonymously what you're actually owed. So there's no excuse now. Maybe it's midnight and you want to find out. Not a problem. Go to pocketemploymentlawyer.ca and make sure you, you protect your legal rights. Another fantastic show. Appreciate all your contributions to it. Uh, you want to carry on now and get a hold of Lior. We just mentioned it again, pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. That you can use uh, anytime you like, 24-7 free of charge. Email is help at employmentlawyer.ca. And the phone number, again, one 821 5900 We'll catch you again on the weekend. And don't forget our TV show on CTV and Global TV as well. Employment Law Show is on the, uh, the small screen as well. Stick around. On Point continues. Arlene Bynan coming right back. On Global News Radio. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.